the Monday Morning Marketing Podcast is brought to you by Esther of IPA Group, bringing premier online promotion to your business. And Melanie of Stump Social Media Training, who empowers business owners to manage social media and marketing for themselves. And we're back. You certainly weren't expected to hear my voice this time, were you? So myself and Esther are here today to welcome AJ, and he is the founder of AJS Digital group to be specific um and uh, aj tell me about um ajs digital group what exactly is it and what does it do sure so thank you ever so much for having me i'm so excited to be here so yes i run ajs digital group which is e-commerce digital marketing growth company so we help e-commerce companies scale to six or seven figures that sounds easy Well, I'm a magician. I do have the the, the, the cape, so you know. Oh, okay, um, okay. Oh, that's all, that's easy then. That's easy. All of these work. <laughs> <laughs> so, how long would it take a company to scale to six or seven figures? Let's so say it, we're we're starting a website today. We're starting to sell online today. So you have to get the fundamentals right. So it really depends on you know what your product mix is, what the demand is in the market, and how quickly you can gather and gain attention. So, say say you have a couple of retail stores and you're running something like, say, hardware, right? So, you're selling power tools, you're selling drill bits, you're selling nails, right? You probably could scale to six, maybe seven figures within, say, 12 to 18 months, maybe two years. But you'd have to have all, all the fundamentals in place. So, you'd have to have all the distribution, all, all the supply lines all ready to go for you to be able to have that, to be able to keep cope with the demand so yeah so it is a bit of a bit of you know it's not just one element it's a couple of different elements that you have to have in place so when you're talking about elements are you suggesting how people can um add in virtual assistance outsourcing um time management i mean is it the whole enchilada right yeah so yeah i, I love that you've made a splash joke that's, that, that's very <laughs> clever um <laughs> So yeah, so so you, you, to get to get to six figures, you, you need a team. You need to have suppliers that can cope with that demand. You need to have infrastructure in terms of like warehousing and um, you know a CRM system that can handle that and have all the processes in place. So a lot of that is you know it's about getting the thought the the forethought in before you actually start. So if you have things like SOPs. You have what's that? Sorry. We have SOPs to standard operating procedures. Aha, uh-huh, see? Yeah. Can't, can't assume people know what they mean. <laughs> so okay, okay. Standard operating um, procedures, yep. Basically, if, if you have if you have a big thick wad of checklists that you can give to people who who you know you can divvy up into different job specs. Yeah. I.e. SOPs, just to be clear. Um, <laughs> right. You, you you then can scale pretty quickly. Yeah. And and I often find that it's people and businesses that don't have any they don't have a, they don't have any marketing kind of style guide. They don't have any you know customer intelligence. They don't have any kind of processes, and they don't have any ability to scale. Generally, can't scale because it's just a dream at that point. Yeah. And so you know, a lot of times I go into these businesses and I say, right, okay, this you know this is the roadmap to how we're going to scale. And it's you know basically I'm a, I'm I'm a checklist. I'm a glorified checklist writer most of the time so you're you're not doing it for them you're actually enabling them to learn how to do it themselves 
so I do a bit of both. So oh, I have okay. clients that I coach that I'm teaching their internal team how to scale and how to market better. And then, yes, some of them, them will say, right, can we do X? And then they'll outsource that to me. And I will pass it off to, to you know, part of partner business or I'll do it myself. So, yeah, so the, 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 there is a little bit of both. So we can't just rock up to you and go, right, I want an e-commerce website. Want it launched next week. Let's go without having all this stuff pre-organized and pre-arranged in the background. No, but I think that's like, you know, if, if, if you start a marketing agency and have a 12-month target of 2 mil turnover, you, you just wouldn't be able to do it overnight. You'd have to have some sort of insight and some sort of knowledge of yeah, how to get there. And it's like we always talk about, you need to know who your customer is. Absolutely. And you need to absolutely. do your background um, yeah. and your homework and, and yeah. see. And where where would you recommend people would... Uh, promote their site once they have it up and running right right so we're stick let's just stick with the hardware shop sure so I, I i'm a massive fan of doing lots of content so that that's my background so i would say have really good strong content plans so you know every product that you'll sell solves a problem and so how can you create content around what problem that item solves so say you're selling drills, for example, you know, you can create 20 pieces of content about a drill because you can do, right, what can I use the drill for? How can it help me? How do I maintain it properly so it lasts for longer? What drill bit should I use? What drill bit shouldn't I use? Those those kind of pieces of content. And so you can create a lot of a, a lot of value that then leads people to, to purchase items without being kind of in your face, being very salesy. Hmm. And so you can do that. And by doing lots of that kind of content, you can then repurpose it as YouTube videos or TikTok videos or social posts, etc. You can just take out snippets for socials, right? Hmm. And so that, that then becomes a way to market yourself as a business without being buy, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. And so then, then you're actually inspiring people to buy rather than telling people to buy, which is much more powerful. So I, I just wanted to clarify... Um, yeah. e-commerce is actually quite a harsh area to, to work in, isn't it? Because there's, it's no, there's no personality normally. There's no, um, sort of community behind, um, e-commerce per se. So how, obviously we're doing, you know, four times in your, your e-commerce here. So Indeed. how can we exactly, um, make it more friendly more relatable when we're talking about e-commerce and promoting ourselves because i know we need to be salesy but there is a time for that you can't be salesy all the time surely right so i th i think it comes back to how you're serving the customer right and so i think you can do things in a very friendly way in terms of how you're you, you're serving the customer all. so like a client that I have at the moment is a gift business right and so we're talking a lot about their brand story in terms mm. of how it actually communicates with customers and it, it's then about repositioning them to say well actually somebody's not going to buy a balloon for their 21st birthday right just because they want to balloon right it's the the emotion that that creates and so how can how can we describe that emotion that it creates Mm -hmm. in a way that is captivating in a way that draws people in because then you're making sales on the back of being relatable mm. 
Yeah. And so there's, there's lots of things we can do, and it comes back to just basic storytelling. And, you know, if you think about gifts, you know, the, the most exciting thing about giving a gift is the actual giving. Mm. Mm-hmm. But, and the, and the second most exciting thing is the discovery, right? So, so when you, as a, you know, the selfish element of it is when you discover that gift, you think, oh, that'd be perfect for Sarah or whoever, right? Mm-hmm. I'm my sister's name because, anyway, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure she'll listen to it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so that to me is just as impactful as as having a story to tell. And so, yeah, so I I, I, do, I do think it, it's about trying to trigger the emotions and trying to be more personable. But also, I, I think people have got away from from just listing out features as a product description to trying to tell a story and trying to really educate that person on how to use it. And I think, you know, I think the greatest example of this is John Lewis. I think if you go through John Lewis's website, for example, there's a really great personality behind every item that they're trying to sell. And they're trying to describe why you might want to buy it or who you might want to give it to, why you might want to use it or why it's different. I think that really sells it in a way that isn't, you know, it's not what you, you say, it's how you make people feel. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. You hit the nail on the head with that one. Back to the hard <laughs> example. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I, I really think, think it's that. But I also think it is about trying to sell the, the outcome and not the features. Because, mm. you know, why would somebody buy a half-inch drill bit? Because they're trying to they're maybe put up a bookshelf, right? Why are they putting up a bookshelf to have nice books or nice pictures hmm. on their wall. We'll get the so kids' stuff the off the floor. <laughs> well, yeah, of course, of course. Or, you know. So, yeah, so that that to me is a kind of, you know, you, you, you're trying to use storytelling to sell items in a way that connects with the, the outcome or the pain that you're you're helping solve rather than bamboozling people with, with clever marketing speak. Oh, you're so right. The amount of time that I, I keep on seeing people... Um, talking about their product or their service and totally not mentioning the pain point they're solving. Um, And it's become more and more common. Uh, Storytelling is important, but there has to be a point to it. Indeed. Um, And so part of that point would be features tell, um, benefits sell. Yeah. So so it sounds very much like, Esther, that... um, E-commerce, even though it can be a bit impersonable, can still be used very much the same way as social posting. Um, Absolutely. And and but there's actually slightly more SEO behind it. <laughs> indeed, indeed. But 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 I also think, and this to me is a critical point, is you know, people. I don't think pe- people understand. You know, a lot. Of, I think a lot of people just shove an e-commerce site over the weekend and think, right, we're gonna make our millions here, and, and they don't think about either customer journey or customer targeting or how to resonate with that customer. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we definitely need to always think about the UI, the UX, the you know who is your end user. Yeah, who is the person that's going to be scrolling through the site? Is it? I mean, it's been so many years since mobile friendly um, became a thing. There's right. still so many sites that aren't mobile oh. friendly, <laughs> and it just turns me off completely. It's like right, nope. right, right. I could, yeah, um, I could talk. Yeah, for, I'll go somewhere and, else. And the SSL cert, the SSL cert as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 That people still aren't securing their sites either. Yeah. Oh, especially yeah. if there's a payment platform connected. That exactly. You're lo- and, you're losing and, out in a trick there. Yeah. Yeah, it, indeed. And and the, the thing for me, 
what what I find frustrating is most hosting companies now will give you a SSL, you know, base SSL for free. Mm-hmm. So there's no excuse. And so there's no excuse. And you know, if if you're a hosting company wants to charge you for it, then I, I would either change my hosting provider, or I literally just email them to death till they give me one for free. <laughs> and th- that has worked. Not, Mark, I, has I, it worked? <laughs> You've heard it here first. Email them to <laughs> death. Email them to death, indeed. Um, because if they want to be reputable in the marketplace, why would they not offer a basic SSL for free? Right, I can understand them. Yeah, doing a premium version where they're charging and they're doing it because for the, for the features, that, the additional features that they're paying for. Mm. But if, if, if they're trying to promote being being you know reputable online, and they they're not doing that, they have a fundamental flaw in their business model. Another thing, though, like getting back to the customer journey and yeah. scrolling through a website, if you're able to get in with the SSL certificate, then it's. <laughs> The, the some people just feel that they have to put every product on the one page. So, how many, in your opinion, how many products per page make for a good user experience? And Ooh. don't say it depends because that's a really marketing answer. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a straight answer here. <laughs> oh, no. Right, right, right. Okay. How many drill bits should be on the same page? <laughs> so, so. With something like drill bits, you, you, you mainly want to put you know, 12 or 24 on a page and then have multiple pages. But then you also might want to, and I, pardon the pun, you may want to drill down. Sorry, that's <laughs> terrible. I know. Melly's rolling her eyes at me. It's, it's hysterical. <laughs> Absolutely hysterical. Um, you, 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 you then might want to drill down and actually have, right, so we have 10 different quarter inch drill bits that we're selling. Can we have that on a page? Because then that helps us talk about the type of hole that you can drill sell the outcome right yeah and then you might have another page that has half half inch drill bits or whatever right this is how limited my knowledge of drill bits is <laughs> um, <laughs> i should have chosen a different <laughs> we, we should balloons, have, balloons 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 <laughs> that's not much better no, <laughs> Sorry, no, no it's not, put it's all not. the 21s in one color <laughs> on the one page <laughs> yeah yeah and so but then like product pages should just have the one product on yeah because you're you're then you then make it difficult for people to understand if you have three or four different options unless they're color options so if you have different colors obviously right put them on one page make it easier for the customer to select but if you've got different variations of the same product so different like wording like balloons for example you've got 21 50 whatever you, you may want to have different pages because it then helps the user make a quicker decision. And if they're going to make a quicker decision, they're more likely to buy. All right. Because they're they're not they're looking for a solution in the quickest time possible. Right. And so they're they're looking for you to solve that problem. And why are they on your site not on something like Etsy, for example, or eBay? Mm-hmm. And it can you solve that problem? Can you solve that problem quickly? And yeah. And so yeah. J- j- just kiss is probably the best acronym. Keep it simple. Keep it stupid. simple. Stupid. Yeah, or keep it simple, silly, as my mother would say. Because you know, oh, sorry. Um, Whoops. Yes. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> sorry, mummy. <laughs> um, so, one debate I've had with people over the past is: um, it seems obvious for drill bits, balloons, and jewelry to go onto e-commerce websites. Um, yeah, right. But these days, um, certainly over here in in 
Ireland, um, we've got a trading online voucher right. that's available to people here. So it's encouraging people to put, you know, services and not just products onto online e-commerce websites. Um, so e-commerce can be used for both services and products, but how many um, is it worth doing um an, an actual e-commerce website or is it the likes of and i know i'm swearing here esther yeah um wordpress and then doing the plug-in <laughs> they're, both, they're both rolling their eyes at me now um <laughs> so when is it worth <laughs> when is it worth going over to um a, a proper you know full-time legit e-commerce website yeah so sure so it depends. <laughs> See? See, you did it. See, <laughs> but it does. <laughs> so what? What matters is if say you're running like a service business that you've productized. So you're selling cert, like blocks of time. We're selling blocks of outcomes, right? Okay, blocks of time, blocks of outcomes. Right. Okay. Then running something like WordPress with WooCommerce is probably going to be the simplest, most elegant solution for you. Yeah, because you mainly have three or four products, whereas WooCommerce and WordPress isn't really designed for the specificity that, say, Shopify is. Right? No. So you can't, you know, do user journeys. You can't do suggested products. You know, in in a way that you can manipulate. So way back when I had an e-commerce jewelry store, this was five six years ago. I went from WooCommerce to Magento and spent three weeks doing seventy hour days seven days a week, to, to teach myself how to do Magento. True story. I'll it's really hard. Play. But Magento, you, you can literally go to the back of Magento and click click what you want to come as suggested products, like related products, sorry, at the bottom. And that obviously helps and guide the user to spend more money. Oh, so that's what you see in Amazon, is it? Yeah, that's what you see in Amazon, yeah. So, Customers also bought. Yeah, so that's Magento, is it? Well, ah, or things well, like Amazon, it. Things, Amazon. things like that. So <laughs> Amazon have pioneered that and they've got their own their own mainframe, their own AI that's running that, right? But yeah, you know, you can increase average order value by doing things like, you know, say you're gonna buy a watch, then why would you not buy like a female's watch? Why would you not buy some female jewelry with that? Or you yeah, know, if you're buying a man's watch, why would you not buy like a watch winder or a watch box or you know, um, one of those pop-out trays, right, to put your jewelry, to put your, your, oh, your jewelry right. keys in, you, you, right? Those kind of things. And so, yeah, so it makes sense that you, you are directing the user in that kind of way. And so, yeah, so I but... I, 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 would say, you know, if, if you've got more than probably like 10 or 20 products and you probably want to move to something like Shopify or Magento or Big Cart where you've actually got, sorry, big commas, where you've actually got the flexibility to do lots of these crazy things that just WordPress isn't designed to do. But then say under 10, WordPress will probably be be adequate for, for, for your needs. Cool. I gave an answer without well, saying it depends. <laughs> <laughs> Better than it depends. <laughs> but it does, because you said yourself, if you've only got like four or five products, yeah. it wouldn't make sense to no. use magento or, or things yeah, like that yeah. because it is it would be like driving a ferrari to the school pick up your kids when you only live around the corner that's yeah 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 
So it, it does. It depends. It always depends. You know, the answer to every marketing question. Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but, but, but I, I, I did feel when, 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 especially marketers, and maybe we can riff on this for a little bit, you know, when marketers say it depends, but they can't then clarify why, mm-hmm. that really irritates me, especially as like a customer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and so yeah, so I, I try never to well, say it depends without being able we, to clarify why. Yes, we, we did. We clarified it there. We clarified. <laughs> we it depends indeed. on the size. It the depends size on the size. So your, going your, back to uh, how you can actually make this growth, because what I admire about your your business mostly is the fact that you can actually elevate somebody using tactics. Okay, yeah. um, and you know. Everything starts, as you say, with the customer and brand values and personas and, yeah. and um, you know, messaging and all that sort of stuff. Indeed. But where the money is made is after all that hard work and research. And that's when you, you create the campaigns and the tactics yeah. and the proof points and the touch points, correct? Yeah, yeah. So absolutely. How how would you explain to our listeners, bearing in mind that they're you know fairly well traversed across um, America, US, and Ireland, uh, US and Ireland and UK <laughs> yeah. even? Um, I I know my geography. You know, um, um, Keep so, on the map. <laughs> <laughs> so how how would you um, help people prioritize what they need to do in order to? Go from their existing business, which we assume has been in business for over a couple of years, and you want to really help them scale up, AJ. Right, right. So I'm currently adopting a framework that I'm coining POC, right? So it's persona, outcome, and then cash. Okay. This is a wallet solicit because I've never talked about this on the podcast before. So you you, you are... You heard it here first, guys. You hear it first, right? So what, what I mean by persona is what problem you're solving. So that could be pain. It could be whatever, right? Prospect. Right. What outcome you want them to take on the website? So you, know, do you, you want them to buy a product? Do you want them to go to a booking form? Do you want them to take a quiz? Whatever, right? So how are you going to get that first stage? And then obviously the cash is how you're going to extract money from them. <laughs> extract. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> And, 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 and so for me, a lot of people do, they may have like the front end, so they may have a way to attract people onto the website. So they're doing, they're running paid ads, they're, they're doing things like podcasts, they're doing things like SEO. Lead but then they don't have, Exactly, exactly. Mm. But they have a really, really crap user journey to get them to that outcome that they want people to take. So they're, they're doing something like they just throw lots of content out. Or they just have, you know, loads of products and they're not thinking about, right, what are people actually going to buy? And so then they're not funneling people to the outcome that they want them to, you know, a bit like herding sheep, right? <laughs> Which is probably the best, like... That's really good. <laughs> an, an analogy I can use, right? And, and and so because they're doing such a crap job that they don't actually have a good conversion rate, and then beyond getting them to the outcome, then they're not doing anything in between the outcome when they're getting the cash. So you could do stuff. So you could do things like if you're in e-commerce selling furniture, right? You could do, hey, sign up and get 20% off off your first purchase, right? Whether or not they spend that 20% is, you know, by the by. They probably actually won't. But once you have an email address, the worst thing you can do is just send them, right, we're going to add them to our our weekly newsletter. Because why why will they they trust you? Well, the best thing you can do is you can say, right, why are they going to come to me and buy a sofa from me? 
and distill that into, say, three or four emails before you then drop them into the weekly email sequence. Because then you actually start to talk to them rather than at them. Hmm. And then getting cash from them is going to be far easier. Right? And then once you've got cash, then it's about them saying, you know, a couple of weeks after they've, they've bought a sofa or they've bought a chair, then saying, what do you think? How can we improve, you know? Um, so aftercare, after sales, after basically. Care. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just got a dad joke and then you didn't laugh. Anyway. Um... <laughs> <laughs> And, and and so I think a lot of businesses do this very, very poorly. You know, whether they're trying to sell marketing, whether they're trying to sell consulting services, whether they're trying to sell sofas, they don't think about how to actually move the user through to the point where they feel comfortable enough to give them cash. They want to excuse excuse my French, but they want to shag them before they've dated them. And uh, you might have to bleep that later, why didn't you? But. Oh Lord, there's always you, one, isn't there? There is, there is. <laughs> I, 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 I apologise. <laughs> I apologise for using that word, but I, I, a lot of businesses want to get to that that blind date with, with, with a ring uh, before they even said hello. They say, "Will you marry me?" And business, a lot of businesses are like that, and they don't consider actually the best thing to do is sit with a box of flower, you know, sorry, a bunch of flowers or a box of chocolates, and to say, "Right, do you trust me like an inch?" Then do you trust me like? A, etc yeah well yes and no because i think it really depends because your um pox again shut up i'm 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 qualifying it i'm qualifying it it. um because you know people only give you cash if they're in the right mindset to buy yeah exactly um and it doesn't matter how many times you tell people Mm. what kind of problem you solve and what outcome they're going to get out of it if they're not in the right place to buy because yeah. yeah. um, they could be hearing about yours reading about you as they're on the way out to pick up billy from school yeah exactly. and and then you're just completely forgotten after hearing the the, the school day's drama um yeah. <laughs> so how do you um how do you get over that outcome aj how do you get people to go back through that cycle again so I wouldn't necessarily say that people have forgotten about you. I think it's just another touch point, isn't it? It is another touch point, yes. And I think, again, it is about going you know, through more touch points than you might think are necessary to, to be able to build that relationship. So I think, you know, it, it depends on situationals. It's a bit like when you get drunk and, you know, somebody tells you your, their, their deeper secret. You then forget until you're drunk again, right? So it's a bit weird how you only remember when you're drunk next. Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. weird, isn't it? It is. It's very, very weird. Especially yeah. if I'm teetotal. I mean, teetotal for like forever. But <laughs> <laughs> so don't, don't, no, don't tell, me tell them your secrets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, it's all coming out now, isn't it? Um, <laughs> So it's, it's, interview. Anyway, um, yeah. so it's creating more touch points and yeah. and maybe more lead magnets and creating other areas throughout your funnel yeah, um and absolutely. and that's how you encourage people to to build the scale up in their yeah. business basically absolutely absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. But, so, but, so but do you have a league magnet that we can share <laughs> <laughs> i do indeed <laughs> So I, I have a 30-point uh, content order that people can can get on the website and I'll send you a link after. Okay, cool. brilliant. That link will be at the bottom, guys. So when you That's listen to the, the podcast, go into the show notes and get the link. 
Yeah. Well, AJ, that's been wonderful. Um, we'll wrap it up now because uh, okay. we normally only go for 20 minutes, <laughs> but it's been so interesting. Well, I, I could talk and to you so guys all day. It'd be great. I know. I know we are. <laughs> they would listen, but it'd be great. We'd have, we'd have a great time. <laughs> but it has been great having you on, AJ. And uh, so if anybody is time. interested in Forexing, your e-commerce do get in touch with aj on the link and uh, we'll be back next week with more monday morning marketing until then bye-bye bye guys bye. see for a long time you've accused me of doing the waving and now i, <laughs> I was encouraging you, you to waving <laughs> i was encouraging you two to say goodbye it's like am i the only one still here no, well, you're, now you're waving as well. <laughs> Seriously, guys. Contagious. Contagious. Contagious, yeah.